0: I am Mick. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, going out to the desert, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, here for our next guest. As this guy hails from not too far from here, but uh, went on to uh, play hockey after Toledo a little bit. But uh, if I remember correctly, uh, was it Eastern that you played at, or was it Ohio? It was Eastern, yeah. Yeah, it was Eastern. Okay. And that is a defenseman, uh Nate Arthur's joining us. And Nate, now I gotta tell you guys ahead of time here. Nate, when he was with Toledo, was probably the quietest person, not only just the defenseman, but the quietest person I ever met that ever played for the Cherokee. And that's saying something. And, uh, but uh he he he's not quiet now. So but uh to. You know, you know, it's funny, Nate. I always do this little game where I try to remember your, your jersey number when you played. For some reason, I remember yours. I don't know why. It was just Maybe it's because you were so quiet, and I had to make sure you were there. But you wore, if I remember correctly, you wore number five. Am I right? Fifteen. Was it fifteen? It's fifteen, yeah. Oh, man. Well, so much for me being right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was close. I was in the neighborhood. So anyway, uh, first off, welcome. Glad you're here. Um, just uh, looking forward to this. Uh, first off, let's get started. Where are you originally from? Were you from, if I remember with my, my memory, like I said, tw- I got 20 years worth of players to try and figure out here and remember. But you, if I remember correctly, you were from the, maybe the Ann Arbor area?
1: Yes, it was Ann Arbor. Yep, you are correct. Wow. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on. That uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty, uh, takes a lot to take the quietest guy on the, on your podcasts here. So hopefully, you're looking <laughs> for the ratings, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, my but, goodness! But no, but, yes, I grew up in Ann
1: Arbor. Yep,
0: yeah. So, uh what, uh, uh, what got you interested in playing hockey? How were you introduced to the game? So, I was in kindergarten, and uh, I had a
1: buddy, uh, one of my best friends brought we had like show and tell he brought his box. You know how they used to sell them in a box, the hockey gear. Yeah. Yeah. They used to have like a set. So he bring, he brought in his gear and uh, I just had to play. It was uh, just seeing his gear. It was love at first sight. So wow. um, that's how I got started was, uh, and then my dad bought me, bought me my first gear and um, started playing in Ann Arbor um, but yeah, that's how I got started was through, through kindergarten and seeing the, uh, my dad never played, but you know, he was a big, my biggest fan. So, uh, my parents were, so uh,
0: how old were you when you first were on skates? I was five. Okay. So. Um, now, uh, did you start playing organized hockey right out of the shoot or did you, uh, learn to skate, do the learn to skate program first?
1: Uh, I guess you could call it understate. It was Mini Mites. Back then it was it was Mini Mites. Um, I think it's called something different now. But, um, yeah, we just did the drills, um, went to Mini Mites, and then, like, Squirt A, and then Squirt Double A. And then a little unknown fact, I actually played for Team Toledo when I was a peewee. Really? Yeah, yeah. So that's where that was my best year of hockey, actually, was when I was a peewee. I... I, I Peewee, those two years I was here with Team Toledo was the best two years I grew as a hockey player. Um,
0: And guess who my coach was? Uh, I'm going to guess here. I have no idea, but I'm going to say Chris Tarsha? Todd Omi. Todd Omi, really?
1: (laughs) He was an assistant coach when I was in Team Toledo. And I laugh because the arena is Team Toledo now. Yeah, Team Toledo Ice House, yep. Which is... Funny because that's where the triple, original A team was was Team Toledo, mm-hmm. so, um, so
0: that when I first did you know Tom Jackson Do you know that name I know the name I didn't know him personally he was, I've, heard, I've heard the name
1: yeah so he was a head coach the first year okay. he won a national championship with a midget major Team Toledo okay the year or two before um, he started coaching us, so my, okay. my roots in Toledo start young, and uh, my sister lives there now too. So I get I get back there um, once a you know at least once a year, I try to at least. So she went to UT. So okay. uh, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, Toledo's
0: like my third home. I call it. So <laughs> that's a good place to be. Anyway, so now, uh, so was it playing for T.O.? Did that kind of influence your desire to want to make when you when you when it came time to play juniors? uh, Did it kind of influence you as far as where you wanted to play? 100 percent. 100 percent.
1: Do you want to go that story? You want to go that route? We we can go any route you want. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So, how I start, how I played for the Cherokee was, yes, that was probably the best coach of the year, two years I've had as a hockey player. And I went and played AAA in Detroit. And now, looking back on it, everything, everything gold, or I think everything, everything uh, shiny isn't gold, isn't that what they say, or something like that?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. So, I went and played, uh, and, and I didn't have very good coaches but we won a lot so but tio he he's then he's the best coach he, he, he's he adds the uh there's more to hockey with him so mm-hmm. um and he gets, now let me
0: ask you let me ask you before we get into that full board thing with the Cherokee here when you played AAA, where what arena did you play out of
1: uh, I played Melvindale Canfield. Um, those are the two main ones: Melvindale and Canfield.
0: <laughs> I remember Canfield because it was uh, it was kind of a eh, arena, but uh, they had the Motor City Chiefs played out of there.
1: Yep, yep.
0: So, right. uh, but trying to think, who uh, did now when you played up in Melvindale and were you guys affiliated with any particular program? Like you know how we have the Cherokee, we have the young guys, and they develop up. And uh, et etc. But did you have any like was like when you played at Canfield, was it were you guys like the Motor City Chiefs or were you under another name?
1: Melvindale uh, Melvindale was a little Caesars. And then uh, Canfield was Michigan Nationals.
0: OK, so. <laughs> so, I mean, now my other question for you is when you started playing, I mean, whether it was even before then or up till then. Did you see any time up front or were you always a D?
1: I was a D ever since T.I.T.O.
0: I think T.O. actually
1: turned me into a D in Pee Wee. Now that wow. I think about it. Okay. Squirt. In Squirt, I was a forward. Yeah. Now, wow. You just, you just, yeah, wow. Yeah. So, T.O., that was the first year I was a defenseman. Yeah.
0: And so, that, were you that uh, before when you were up front, did you, were you, uh, did you have a knack for putting the puck in the net or? No, 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 <laughs> that didn't happen till high school, so yeah. <laughs> so, where'd you play? Where'd you, you played high school? I did, yeah, yeah. Where'd you play? Uh, Ann Arbor Pioneer. Pioneer, that's what, you Pioneer. took the words right out of my mouth. I was yeah. trying to think because the only I knew the only high school I know there's a couple high schools here. I just the only one I knew real well was Pioneer, but yeah. uh, uh, wow. So, how long did you play high school? Three years.
1: Yeah, Man, how'd you do there? Third year, I was all state, uh, wow. which is kind of a uh, a tidbit here. Uh, only five guys were all state, so they put three forwards and two D. So it was a first mm-hmm. team all state, and the other defenseman that was an all stater was Andy
0: Green. Okay. So. Wow. Well, <laughs> mean- yeah, no kidding. <laughs> But uh, so now, did they didn't have a goalie all state? Oh, uh, they might have, but I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> You're just shocked <laughs> that it, you were one of them. So yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah. No, but seriously, though. Um, so I mean, what was it like for you to go? I guess back and forth between when you were younger playing travel, then going to high school, and then going from high school. To back to travel whether it was you know midget or and then into juniors
1: um high school i was obviously the best player on on the ice for the most part at least for my team on my team um but when you got into uh the juniors it was more physical uh was more physical game and you had to play more defense it was more uh clutch and grab and dump and chase and discipline more discipline is would be
0: um,
1: and they have better uh, warm-up music <laughs> got, got our priorities there Nate that's for sure Cherokee people
0: is what I'm referring to if, if of course if, if, yeah. <laughs> of course but uh, now let me ask you know when you were on when you were playing high school though uh, did you log a lot more ice time out there did you play longer shifts? Uh you know I got a regular shift in Toledo. Uh
1: it wasn't necessarily no, like but
0: I, mean, I mean no but I mean in high school when you were playing in high school uh when you're at Pioneer did you plug log longer shifts like you know cuz some if you play I remember a couple of guys that played in Toledo with the Cherokee and then went back to playing high school and they would log I mean seriously like 4 4 minute shifts because they were so used to the intensity and the speed of the junior game that when they went back to high school, it was like slow motion for them. So
1: junior was my last year, so I didn't actually go back to high school. I actually went mm-hmm. from high
0: school to junior. Yeah, no, but what I'm so, saying, though, is that while you were yeah, in high school, did you yeah, lock I've, any extra time? Not really, no. I would,
1: no. Um our coach, yeah, I mean, we said we had some pretty good coaches, so
0: okay. uh, overall, but, I might
1: play a little more, but not, I wasn't out there for four minutes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 some, yeah I remember that a couple of times, and uh, it cracked me up. I'm like, oh man, what are you doing in high school? you know, but you know for some people, that was the route they wanted to go so uh, so let me ask you now, uh so tell me now the story about uh how you ended up coming to a Toledo Cherokee tryout so after high school um
1: it was, I started trying out for junior A teams um there, there was one in Ann Arbor um but I, I I had tried out for a few and I didn't make a few of them and I was up I was at my last one and I I had my headset on western Michigan I was just gonna go play, or I was just gonna go to school and and basically mm-hmm. just give up hockey, um, so I had I had I had my bakes packed for Western, and the Columbus Crush coach came into the locker room as I'm getting dressed, and he says, "Hey, you know if if you want a spot in Columbus, we got a spot for you." So I said, "Hmm, okay, well I don't know if I really want to go all the way to Columbus, and uh, but you know it's enticing to keep playing hockey, you know you know I'll look into it." So my dad got online and started uh, researching um, the league, the CSHL. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came across Toledo and guess who their coach was? <laughs> Todd Good OTO. O-T-O. Mm-hmm. So we got in touch with Todd Omi and then I was like, all right, I'll give it, I'll go to the tryout. But I'm still, you know, I sub Western over here. And, uh, and I ended up, the rest is history.
0: <laughs> so. so, so tell me, uh, you go to the tryout, what was that like? What was that experience like? Um, was it intimidating? Was it like, whoa, I gotta get my poop in a group here?
1: The, the, I, I I, I thought it was yeah i mean it was good but i, I mean I, I i could hang i know I could hang so um but it was good hockey it was more physical than i was used to so yeah i mean there was some things that i had to adjust to um but I don't think I was like a step behind or anything if that's what if mm-hmm. that's uh, what you were saying uh, but no I, I'm just you just
0: mean in it, terms of just i mean just in terms of uh fitting in that kind of stuff right so there are a few guys I already
1: knew. That played on that team Toledo team that I was talking about was uh Kelly Kester. Oh yeah. Um Meisner.
0: Oh yeah, Brandon
1: Meisner, yep. New Meisner, I knew Kester, and I knew uh Jepsen. I, I played with John.
0: I'm really good. Played, I was
1: really good friends with the Jepsons. They're really good family. They're they're awesome. So
0: yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. No the question team. about it. Yep. Uh now did you you played with John? In when I was or did you play with Jeff? I played with Jeff with the Cherokees, yeah. But I played Okay, with so it's
1: Me and John are the same birth year, but
0: I played ah, with, okay.
1: play with Jeff in in uh Cherokee. In
0: Toledo. Okay. Yeah. All right. That just kind of threw me there for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute, John John wanna uh played ninety eight. So no, now you, what year did you play? What year did you play in Toledo? Two thousand. So Cher- oh, 2000. is that considered two thousand or was I consider two thousand one? It was it was the 0001 season. I played with Holsey.
1: I heard you had him on there. Um Yeah, here a, a few. And Dotus was actually
0: my defensive partner. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. I,
0: I I can't help but laugh every time I hear uh, Pete Darlowis's name, whether it be Darlus or Dotus.
1: That guy's a great guy. Yeah. They're
0: all
1: that's that's the one thing I got from the Cherokee's like I didn't. There, everybody on that team was just great guys, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't have a bad thing to say about any one of them ever. So, um, I think that's what I took away is it's not so much I don't have a story, but I think it's just the people, really, really good people. Even though I was really, they still gave me, you know, they they still, uh,
0: (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah, they still picked on you, huh? Gave you a little crap, yeah. Now were you kind of like uh, you weren't like the target of anybody, were you like, you know, eh, hey, we could pick on our art uh, art over there, Nate Dog, because uh Dogg he was, right. <laughs> you know, now where did that come from? The the, the Nate dog nickname? Oh yeah. I even Omi would call you that.
1: I think the first person that called me that was Soldano, I think. Oh, I don't know gosh. why he started Sorry it's call me
0: that but <laughs> yeah it just stock yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean yeah I remember everyone calling you Nate dog that's all I remember or Jeff, was, uh, and even, Jeff. yep and I remember Omi even on the bus he would he'd say Nate dog yeah. that's how he'd say it Nate dog yeah. but uh, of course Omi also would always say stuff like come see me <laughs> so <clears throat> that usually wasn't good <laughs> when he did that but uh, uh, yeah. oh my gosh that is funny so now uh, you know when you when you go in there were you nervous your first game I think my first game was in Cincinnati were you were you nervous though were you anxious uh, I was excited if I remember correctly uh, mm-hmm. but I think
1: I was a little nervous too new team I think if you're not nervous then you know there's you got, you got to be a little nervous, I think. Um, well, but I think it was in Cincinnati. I think we were on the road, if I remember correctly.
0: Now, do you remember your first goal in a Cherokee uniform?
1: I believe it was my first game. My wow. first game. Yeah, we – Cincinnati, we just – Cincinnati wasn't the best team, so we. It, we I think we won, like – I don't think I scored again the rest of the year. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the most important thing is you did score you're a d you're out there to be a d that's your job as being a d man not a yeah. not the, not the gretzky of the bunch
1: i yeah yep i was made aware of that after that game actually yes
0: <laughs> how so <laughs> yeah but uh so you know i mean going through that season um do you remember did, Uh, what type of game did you play? I mean, were you more of a physical guy? Were you more of a uh, uh, defensive guy, more of a finesse guy? Uh, You know, what kind of D were you back then? I was stay at home. I was
1: stay at home defenseman, yeah. Uh, Just keep the puck out of your net and keep the play going the other way. Um, I think initially I wanted to be a scorer I wanted to be a, a like like we kind of alluded to bef- that story before. I wanted to be the guy um but I was but we played a lot better competition as it went on. so um, yeah so I, I was I was a Salem defenseman and that was my role for sure.
0: Well, now when you played back then, uh, some of who were some of the tough teams you had to play against? Uh, some reason St. Louis pops into mind.
1: I think Metro, I think Metro was the hardest team. Um, they had a kid named Cote. Mm-hmm. Last name Cote, I think he's the one that ran Reynolds. I think, but
0: yeah, he was, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, but he was a good, good player, he was tough to defend. Um, mm-hmm. Whether he was a you know clean player or not's another argument, but
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's
0: true. you, uh, do, no, you raise I, a valid point.
1: I, they were the toughest for me. Was uh, was me, uh, Metro?
0: So I mean, I always rail on them all the time. Uh, I got like a one of my former one of our former players uh, later on. Later on, uh, just recent. Um, uh, He always gives me grief every time I talk about this on one of the podcasts, is that Metro had the coldest rink, home rink. It was bitter cold in there. It was colder in there during the winter than it was outside. It was just bitter cold. And you see your breath, and, oh, it was just miserable. Is that Lakeland? Yes. Yes, Lakeland Ice Arena, East Waterford, Michigan.
1: Yeah, that's
0: but, where the Flint Icelanders played, too. I do no, Wait. No. Eh, I no. Know, but I, the Flint, Flint played in Flint. They played in right. the Icelander Arena. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: But uh, no, no. East Waterford had the Metro Jets. They played out of uh, the Lakeland Ice Arena. So, oh, my God. That, that place was just miserable cold. You'd go in there in, in, in February, January, February, and you, it would be colder in the rink than it was outside. And it was cold outside.
1: Yeah. Oof,
0: wicked S- stuff. St. Louis was good too, but I think the reason
1: why I remember Metro more is because they were in our division. So in okay. St. Louis we only played half the to- half the games that we played Metro. If I remember yeah, I think
0: you played I think he played one week, uh like two games there, two games here with Saint yeah, Louis.
1: So really quick and then they were gone and it was just like uh, okay, you know,
0: so I just remember they were really hard to beat back then. Uh, they had uh, They had some really good players, uh, several of whom went on to play in the NHL. so, yeah. I mean, right. yeah. so that was you know that never never an easy thing. but uh, i uh I'm trying to remember um, when you played uh, let's see, who were some of the other defensemen that played with you back then? You talked about Dotus. But who else was on D back then? Rico and Davidson. Rico
1: yeah. was a good guy. Love Rico. Um and uh, then Davidson. I, I I think think maybe, Davidson, Davidson might have the beat for Quiet Guy.
0: Um uh, like tied. I was gonna say maybe now, but <laughs> back then, if you talked to Davidson, he would at least acknowledge you and talk to you. Yeah. You, on the other hand, my friend, you would just kind of smile and nod, and that was it. There, there's, I mean, there were times I wanted to walk over to the, you in the locker room and take your pulse just to make sure you were still alive. Because uh, you, you did not say boo, okay? Uh, you smart. did not. It's true. It's uh, very true. Because I remember I talked to you on the bus, and I think one time we got into a whole conversation about music. And it lasted, I think, maybe about all of a minute and a half. But (laughs) that was it. It was like, I think you're, I can't remember who it was. uh, You you wanted to know what I was listening to, because back then we don't have the stuff that we have now. I actually had a CD player. uh, I had a CD player and I had my headphones going and I'm banging my head up and down and stuff. And you were asking me what I was listening to. And I, I I was listening to something a little bit lighter and, you know, easier listening at the time. So I put it on, I let you listen to it. And you're like, eh, 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 it's okay. And just wrote, and then that was it. <laughs> it was like, okay, I had a big conversation with Nate Dog.
1: But uh, <laughs> It's crazy what you remember. That, yeah, that's
0: crazy. Yeah, you know, you're. It, that's and that's why I do this, because I like to remember some of the, not just the stuff on the ice, but some of the goofy stuff off the ice. Um, but, uh Tell so. me about, you know, I mean, I mean, and I think the other thing, too, why I think you were always so quiet and why Davey was so quiet was because Rico wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Between, between the Pittsburgh boys, between Rico and Holtzey, there was no getting a word in edgewise. Yeah. yeah. It, it, they were just uh, those guys could talk and talk and talk. Yeah. And that's what made them fun, though they were they were a lot of fun. And and you're right, they were both. I mean, uh, Rico and Davey both were really good defensemen. Yeah. Now, so uh, we
1: have Le- Levy
0: too, Levy. Oh Jordan. yeah, Jordan Levy. Yep. Another Ann Arbor boy, right? Yep. Yep. For sure. Oh uh, man, I'm just trying to remember that because that was during the time when uh, a lot of the guys went after they played for the Cherokee. They went on to play either at Eastern. Or Ohio U. Yeah. And, uh, and, oh, my gosh, that was funny. I remember the one game where, I don't know if you were part of that game, where there were literally, like, almost 10 players out there, or it was, like, 8 or 10 players out there that had played for the Cherokee that were between, between OU and Eastern when they played each other. There was, like, a whole big bunch of players that played for Toledo that were in that game. Yeah, we, we had
1: Bricker and Kelmeyer, um, Sammy Horton, but yeah. Oh, yeah. And then later, Kester. and But yeah, the Ohio was good, too. They had a good, really good team, too. So, yeah, obviously.
0: oh, yeah. They had uh, Guthrie and uh, did Levy go to OU? Yeah, Puerto Rico. Yep. Bassarab. Oh, yeah. Bass played down there, too. Yep. My gosh. I mean, that's basically a, is Cherokee North and Cherokee South. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. I mean, my goodness. But, uh, that says a lot too about, you know, I mean, you know, talking about T.O., he probably was a proud, proud coach, proud Papa, almost watching yeah. you guys play each other like that. That had to be pretty wild for him, you know? And now when you played, uh, that first year, uh, uh, did you have um, – did you exceed or did you meet your expectations as far as what you were going to do as a junior hockey player?
1: I think so. Um, I, I think I uh, – I, I think it was more of the um, – just just growing up a little bit, I guess. Um, hmm um I, but i you know what, i don't i don't really know exactly my expectations that's this interesting uh interesting question because i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember exactly i just wanted to play and, and and get better and um i think i did that i think i had fun i think i had a lot of fun and i met a lot of cool people that i still i mean the hockey community is unbelievable not i mean just the cherokee's everybody um Mm-hmm. I mean, even in Arizona here, like the community, the hockey community here is just unbelievable.
0: Well, yeah. let me ask you now. You know, so you play in Toledo. Uh, that we're, I'm trying to remember where the playoffs. We made it to nationals that year, didn't we? Yeah. we because we went to Hartford, I think. Yeah, I was. Can I, yeah, I think the Clippers did. The Clippers win it all that year. I think? Yeah, it was in. It
1: was in. It was in Connecticut. I think they won
0: it at home. Hmm okay um i just- i just remember i lost my my hind end playing three card guts uh in 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 a in a hotel room with omi and some of the referees <laughs> they, they 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 slaughtered me <laughs> but uh it was hilarious we had i mean we had a ball don't get me wrong we had a blast but uh I think omi had to buy me dinner like at uh, at at a restaurant on the way back home because i did i i Got my my clock cleaned, uh, yeah. playing betting and playing three card guts, but um, yep. I yeah, I just look remember out. Uh, yeah, look out for Omi—he'll take all your money, right? Cards <laughs> <laughs> with him, you just never know. But uh, actually, uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember too. One of the other things too about that back then was uh, the fact that you know we. Oh, you know what the other funny part was that I thought was uh, really kind of cute was normally the rule on the bus was no rated R movies. Because usually the owner at the time, Mrs. Renegar, would be on the bus. So that that trip, it was, I think, just me and T.O. were the only uh, adult supervision. So (laughs) (laughs) they could put... They could yeah, put anything yeah. they wanted on the bus, uh, any movie they wanted on the bus. So, what's the first movie they put in? A Disney movie. Remember the Titans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. So it's like for that road trip to go to nationals. That's what I remember. So was, I just was Renegar the owner,
1: or was it Lemay? Was it Renegar or Lemay? Or they they both, both. They both were.
0: Okay. They were co-owners. Okay. Because, yeah, because back when they first started, it was—I uh, know she was part owner. Chuck was part owner. Uh, Doctor McCarthy was part owner. Doc, yep. Yep, Doc McCarthy was. He's an op- uh, op- ophthalmologist. Um, and uh, I'm trying to remember. There might have been somebody else, and I can't remember off the top of my head. But anyway, they had it like that, and then it was mostly. I think the ownership shrunk down to uh, to Chuck and to Chris Renninger, and uh, then they uh, parted. They they sold the team, and uh, but um, trying to think. But yeah, back then I think it was Chuck and Chris primarily.
1: Chuck, yeah,
0: yeah. Do it. What do you remember about Chuck?
1: Oh, uh, as his- Great guy. I mean, he did everything. He's all—he's always going on the road trips. He's always on the bus helping out. I mean, you wouldn't even know he's the owner. He would just help with whatever needed to be helped. Um, as a, as a player, you don't really—you uh, know—I lived in Ann Arbor too, so I didn't—I I, kind of stayed out of all the shenanigans, kind of. Um, <laughs> so, kinda. Uh, so uh, I kind of yeah. So. Those kind of stories I'm kind of lacking in. But, no, that's all I remember about Chuck is him always being on the bus and helping out. You know, but um,
0: so, I mean, now, when you guys stayed in the motel rooms, uh, any kind of goofiness go on there, leaners, or?
1: There's always leaners, yeah. <laughs> that's just, that goes without saying, right?
0: Well, yeah, but you got to say it sometimes. At least but, back- uh,
1: at least back then, right?
0: Yep, I was going to say the statute limitations have passed there, Nate. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but uh now, who is the who is probably the best prankster on that team in your mind? Yeah, I don't.
1: I mean, I don't really remember many like necessarily pranksters. I mean, we, everyone kind of like we didn't really, for the most part. I mean, like I said, I, I lived in Ann Arbor, so I. Uh, I stayed out of the the shenanigans for the most part. Um, uh, But, I mean, yeah, um, who who would be shenanigans? I mean.
0: uh, I would think Dotus would probably have a hand in that.
1: But but Dotus is so nice, though. I mean, but he's hilarious, but he's nice, you know. So, um, Mm -hmm. but until until, until you. uh, but he's always got your back, so on the ice, and I never had to worry about anything. So, <laughs> yep, that's true.
0: Now, <laughs> um, now, well, I figure what I'm thinking back then, all those guys that were tough. I mean, um, um gosh, you had Soldano, I mean, who was like oh. a tall tree. <laughs> Soldano's
1: the toughest guy, I think, that, that I can remember at least. Um, he fought one memory of him is fighting. A guy on the Chiefs, Motor State Chiefs, guy was seven foot. I don't know if you remember this, but the guy was literally seven feet tall, and he, and he went toe-to-toe with him. Wow. <laughs> oh, like, oh, right, I welcome, don't remember that one. But Welcome to cheers. Juniors.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's about how it works. But, yeah. uh, I mean, my gosh. Yeah, Saldana was, I mean, he had a mean streak in him. He was a nice kid, yeah. a super nice guy but yep. he had a streak in him that if you rubbed him the wrong way forget it I, he, he, what, he would, you didn't want to be ahead. on
1: you don't want to be on the other team you wanted to be uh, on his team that's for sure
0: yeah no question about it now do you remember uh any of the fights you were in i was a lover <laughs> yeah
1: I, I didn't say you weren't. I, I didn't really never never. Uh, I got in a, not not. I got in a few scraps, but I wouldn't consider them fights compared to some of the, some of the uh, other guys.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're, so yours weren't uh, uh, body blow blow by blow accounting, but yeah. uh, would you consider yourself more of a, a crap disturber or uh, just a pain in the butt? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I stay at home D, I was, you know, I, was,
1: I, was, I, I don't think I got many penalties at all, all year, maybe one or two, so, um, I think one year in high school, I don't think I got one penalty, so, yeah, so I was just a good, clean player,
0: I guess. <laughs> good. Was it they really? should have just, uh, instead of Nate like, Dog, they should have called you Lady Big.
1: I don't know what to call it, I don't know, yeah, it's a, it's a good one, I don't know. But uh, I kept, I I kept the puck out of my net. That, that was, that was, that was
0: the goal. That was, that was the thing you were working at most. You were too busy doing that to be getting involved <laughs> with penalties. Besides that, you had to look over to your other side and see number 23 over there. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you probably got enough of them for both of you.
1: Why do you think Omi put us together? I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, who was the other coach uh, for uh, us back then?
1: Uh, it was uh, Witten, Luddy, and there was a guy, there was a goalie coach, but I don't know if he was even a goalie. It was A.J. A.J. something.
0: Oh, um, Rufo. Yeah, 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 yeah. A.J. Yeah. Rufo. Yeah
1: yeah.
0: But, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, that's funny. I was trying to remember that. His dad used to own and run the uh, – cleveland team back then the really? uh, lumber yeah the lumberjacks or whatever they were back then yeah um yeah they when they played in our league, yeah, uh, his dad Jimmy Rufo used to be the owner of that team, and a j he, he he was uh he was a Toledo guy, so it got into more trouble than i'm willing to admit on uh on on the air talking about uh you know, after bed checks and everything uh, <laughs> with him. But uh, he is a great guy, a great kid. Um, but uh, Wit was a piece of work, man. Wit was like, Wit was the guy who was quietly funny, but you didn't want to go afoul of him because, my gosh, he would go, he would turn into a psychopath if yeah. you weren't careful. If you pushed him the wrong way, he could easily turn into a psychopath. So I was like, eh, I but uh, Wit and I always got along great. I really love, still think the world of Wit. He yeah. he's all right. But uh, uh, matter of fact, uh, we played in a in a uh, charity hockey game against the Detroit Red Wing alumni, and he was on my line. I actually went out and dusted the skates off and nice. and lumbered around out there at the ice house and uh, we played and uh, he was, it was me, him and Luddy. As a matter of fact, we were on a line and uh, oh gosh. And I ended up scoring a hat trick in that game. So that, uh, that tells you definitely number one, hell froze over number two, (laughs) they were really helpful in making sure that uh, I didn't make too big of a fool out of myself. So, but uh, that's the type of guys they are though. So they're really uh, awesome guys. And I'm hoping to get them on this podcast here uh, here before too long. So, um, anyway, let's uh, get back. Go ahead. You played as well? No, I just played in that game. I had played in beer leagues and stuff here and there. Uh, well, I shouldn't even say beer leagues because they were more like, honestly, you know, not that I'm bragging about it, but they were more like vodka leagues. <laughs> I used to, because I used to, when we played, we played a, uh, uh, weekly out at the at the outdoor rink here, Ottawa Park, and uh, we would uh, rent the ice for an hour and a half each week, and we'd go out there. I think it was Monday nights, and I'm not kidding. I would fill my water bottle with vodka, <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I, and like I said, I'm not proud of it. I'm just saying that, but that's what we used to do. Anyway, so I uh, me and a friend of mine at the time put together this whole uh, charity thing for the uh, alumni was to benefit Ronald McDonald House. And so we put together this uh, charity game. And so when I put drag guys together, it was all guys from the ice house. You know, it was, uh, you know, uh, the guys that were with the uh, uh, future ice diggers. Uh, you know, Kenny, uh, later on, it was uh, Kenny Miller, Mike Mankowski, Todd Omi, his brother, Kevin, uh, Witt. Luddy, you know, we got, I got, it was all the guys that I knew. So that's, that's how we, you know, you know, that's just how it was back then. You know, you were just loyal to the people around you and the people you cared about. And so, uh, you know, I got to play with them and plus I work uh, for a health system here in Toledo. And so I had a few guys from that, uh, world that, uh, including Gordy house son. So, oh, nice. uh, that played uh, with us and stuff. So, and, you know, we had a great time. We really did. We really enjoyed it. So, um, you know, and now there's a, another charity that I work with, uh, and, and I support, uh, as a big fan of, uh, called grace speaks. It's, uh, to help kids that can't speak because of autism or, you know, different like chromosome 18 Q deletion, uh, Anyway, long story short, they for a long time, they every year they would play the Red Wing alumni. So, you know, you get to meet people, you know, like Joe Koser, Peter Klima, Darren McCarty, et cetera. You That's know, cool. so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, but uh, I, I stopped playing by that point. I mean, I was getting old and I'm not in shape. So, unless you consider round a shape. But, uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, I just, no. I, you know, but uh, we still did that as a big, you know, for a fundraiser and everything, and always a good time with the Red Wing alumni, but uh, uh, anyway, let's get back to talking about you, so uh, we uh, go to Nationals, didn't go as we had hoped, but still, that was a very highly talented team that you played for, now, did you play one season or two for just just the chair, just one, okay, so you, you play the one. And then, uh, you go now. Did you go straight away to Eastern? What? How did you end up going to Eastern? Was it because of the guys that went? Uh. Well.
1: Um. Yeah. So my mom knew uh, Coach Fosbender, who was a coach at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife. So, they kind of connected and he started kind of, you know, I don't know if I want to call it recruiting me, but he started, you know, you know, seeing what's going on. So, I guess that's kind of how I got connected to Eastern. Um, it, you know, it was the, I, I guess that's really the ultimately how, how, I, how I ended up there was because of him um, and because of my mom knowing, you know, having a connection there. Um, mm-hmm. but
0: yeah, it was close to home too. And, um, I was going to say being, I mean, basically you're, it's local for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So and, that uh, probably had to make it a lot easier.
1: Yeah. It's funny too. With Kelmeyer and Berker there, like, uh, they instantly like took me under their wing just kind of because of, you know, the connection with Toledo. So that was kind of cool.
0: Now, did anyone else, when you were a freshman, play their first year at Eastern with you from Toledo? Uh no, but the next year we had Opid.
1: We had Opid, we had Kester, we had Bobby Mays. Oh yeah. Um both Opids play for Toledo,
0: did they? Both yeah. Opid others Yeah. So we had both of them. Yeah. Um I don't think they played at the same time though. Mike Opid played first. And yeah. then Little Opie uh, played played later.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, I think they both did end up going to Eastern, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. So now uh, I'm trying to think here. Um, now, did any of the, uh, like, did you have any other guys that you played with at Eastern that were part of the CSHL, not necessarily playing for Toledo, but were part of the CSHL when you went Yeah, a couple guys play for the Wayne Wheels. Um,
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, there are a few. uh, Those are the the two that I'm thinking of is Wayne Wheels right off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's more. But, yeah, those are are, yeah.
0: So now now tell me, Nate, what was it like – Making that, that, uh, making the jump from juniors to playing in, uh, in college with Eastern. Uh, did you have to make any adjustments there too?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's another step, you know, it's a step, uh, you know, if you're playing against like the Ohio universities or the Penn States of the world, it's, it's, it's really, really good hockey back then. So, yeah, I think, it, um, yeah, you definitely have to, uh, um, but it, it wasn't as physical. It was it's not as physical and there's, there's no fighting. So it was a little bit of a different game. Um, so you have to adjust a little bit that way. Um, they actually paired me up with Bricker. So that first year I played with him and, he was, he was, he's an amazing defenseman for sure. So,
0: yeah, no question about it. Brick was always, I mean, you talk about rock steady, solid, yeah. uh, stay at home defenseman type. Brick was that in Toledo. He was a, he was just a strong, he's one of those country strong guys. Yeah. You know? He, he yeah. doesn't look, he doesn't look, uh, that imposing really, but you did not want to mess with that dude. Not, not in any way, shape, or form. Cause he'd tear you apart. No, no question. Yep, for sure. <laughs> now, uh, so now did you have to go through any kind of rookie rituals when you got to Eastern? It's the same, it's the same, uh yeah, yeah,
1: we yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, are are you that. trying to I'll protect the innocent that. here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> trying to protect the innocent. Okay, I see how this goes. So uh so how did you guys do when you were there? Is that a
1: good uh, competitive team or? yeah, we made it to
0: nationals.
1: Um I think we lost to Minot State in the semifinals or something, or I don't even know if it was the semis, but yeah, we made it to we made it to the um nationals. The year before that, year before me, they made it to the finals. Um so okay. I was kind of, kind of a hard um a hard thing to repeat because they lost, they lost like Zion and uh, they lost a few of their other guys that, um, yeah, it was pretty hard to come in and repeat what they, what they had already done. So.
0: Yeah. But you guys did pretty good though. If you made it to the, uh, you know, made it into the uh, nationals and you know, you, you won a game or two there. So. Yeah. We were. Not good. Only, you bet. Then, we're <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, so now, uh, I mean,
1: Kel that... Kelmeyer's our captain, so we had to have been good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need to get him back on here and tell have him tell more stories. <laughs> that guy, that guy's uh, a storyteller. Man. Yeah, I'm I I'm telling you, he's got a memory. Like you wouldn't believe I listened to that one. That was a good one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, uh, have you, have you listened to any other ones too, to kind of, uh, uh, kind of jog your memory a little bit with some of the guys that played during your era? Yeah, no, I listened to all the guys. Like, I listened
1: to uh, Calamire, um Holtzey, Guthrie.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all good guys, man. So Otis. Uh, there, yep, there's there's a lot of good guys with a lot of good stories to tell. And that's part of the reason I wanted you on here because uh, I guess then my next question is, is, of course, we tease you sometimes about you were so quiet. I mean, and and it's true. You were the quietest guy out there. You and Justin Davidson both, to be fair. But, I mean, you <laughs> were seriously quiet. And uh, I, I, what brought you out of your shell? Was it just playing or? Well, I'm in sales now, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... That, well, okay, that'll do it. Yeah. I <laughs> a, will do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. What now? No, it's because I, 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 yeah, I mean, uh, I own an insurance business. So, yeah. So. Wow, I mean, definitely sales.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, but what got you out of your shell to where you started to be a lot more uh, of a chatty Cathy? Uh, I guess just. Growing
1: up and becoming an adult, I guess.
0: Um, I don't there know was if that
1: makes sense was... or not,
0: but. <laughs> no, but I mean, no. did you like, uh, you know, a lot of guys, uh, you know, um, they're kind of in their own little world. They do their thing and they're just whatever. And then uh, sometimes, you know, like uh, some people will uh, make help you come out of your shell. For me, it was my better half. Uh, did that happen to you?
1: Yeah, no, she definitely helps for sure. Um, she helps get it out of me. Right. So, um, and I, and being in the, the line of business, I am, I deal with all kinds of people. So I kind of <laughs> had to, um, come out of my shell and, you know, you know, just, you know, I guess chatty Kathy is what, what you called it. So, yeah, I guess that, that
0: would be, um, you kind of have to. Yeah, I mean, and and it it happens, you know, it's like, and here's the funny thing. Most people will tell you about me that I am the opposite end of quiet, that, you know, I, I talk because in my line of work, whether it was with the Cherokee, whether it was my regular day job or my weekend job where I do sports radio, I'm talking all the time. And then the biggest thing people find out about me that they're the most surprised to find out about me is when I'm not working or doing something like this, I am hands down, probably the quietest guy in the building. I don't talk because I have to talk for a living in uh, my other jobs. So the fact that I've got to continue to talk, you know, it's like, when I get away from work or get away from this or my radio gig, I don't want to talk. I just shut up. So, you know, it's like, I do, I just sit it, and it's like my better half. She has, she gets it out of me, but I mean, she, even her, she'll be like, just, uh, you know, she's like, she'll tell me to pick it up a notch. You know, she'll, she'll keep me in line. But, uh, I just, uh, yeah, when I'm away from all this stuff, I just, like, zip the lip, and I just listen. You know, I'll listen, but I don't talk. I just shut up because I'm tired of I guess I'm just tired of talking all day and all all weekend and whatever. So when I don't have to talk, you know, I just shut up. I just clam up. But uh, I love talking and doing this because this is just so much fun and reconnecting with guys who I haven't – I mean, you and I have not talked since uh, you left the Cherokee until tonight, until this very day. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this this was just really nice connecting with you. Um, so, Nate, tell me, uh, you know, what was your official degree in when you uh, when you uh, went to Eastern?
1: Uh, finished the business ma- uh, business management uh, and then a minor in psychology.
0: OK, Wow. So you're thinking, man, okay, I get that. (laughs) But uh, so what made you move to Arizona? Back in, I think I
1: graduated in like 06, about 06-ish, 07-ish. Graduated, um, couldn't find it. Moved back in with mom and dad. Um, Couldn't find a job. Back then it was pretty tough. It was starting to get to be the... Like I think it was right around that time it was pretty tough in that area of mm-hmm. Michigan. Um so I after a year of not being able to find work, I couldn't even get a job like driving to Zamboni. So um uh so yeah, I just got in my car and I knew someone out here and I uh, found a job in two two weeks where the oh, actually nice. at Phoenix Coyotes practice. Uh, Mm -hmm. so I ran the men's league there and that's kind of where all my network just continued. I mean, it just continued the the network of hockey guys. So, um, uh,
0: now, so, I mean, so you just decided to set up shop there and, and, uh, did you ever think maybe you would come back or did you said, you know what, I'm just gonna set out my shingle here and whatever happens, happens. So. I set a goal, like
1: every two years I'd reassess it. So if something was going positive in my life every two years, I would stay. Mm -hmm. And every two years, something would happen, whether I get a promotion, I met my wife, I have my kids. Um, and I got my, you know, I own a business. So like every two years, it seemed like something kept me here. Um, and here I am (laughs) Arizona. So yes.
0: Nothing wrong with that. So now do you keep in touch much with, uh, any of the other guys you played hockey with,
1: uh, from Toledo? Yeah. Just, in, yeah. It's, uh, Facebook, Facebook I do. Yeah. But not nothing. Um, I don't think any of them are Arizona. So, um, through Facebook, I see what they're up to and all that good stuff, but that's about it.
0: Okay. Uh, now, um, looking at it, uh, from a standpoint of, you know, hindsight being what it is, if there was anything you could change back from back then, is there anything you would change or is it all pretty much what you are and you're content with things right now? Uh, well,
1: I'm, I'm totally happy. Yeah, I'm totally happy with everything. I mean, you make a decision and you just stick with it and then... That you know, that's what it is, and that's how, how it panned out. And that's what, you know, that's what the uh man above had had in had in store for me. So that's,
0: yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. That's where I'm at. So that's a good thing. Now, uh do you uh you said you come back this way once a year to see family and stuff. Uh how uh I mean, do you do you ever miss being back here? I mean, with the obviously it's a lot chillier back here than it is there uh through uh the fall and winter but uh do you ever uh come back during that time to kind of get a feel of how cold it is or is uh, our summer cold enough for (laughs) you
1: so i used to come back in the in the winters um but lately it's been summer but it just it just depends on the year um but yeah i miss it back there i mean you miss the seasons here it's hot and hotter you know so uh, I definitely miss the crisp, like right now, it's probably nice crisp fall, you know, leaves oh, yeah. are changing, so we don't really get that here, so um, yeah, things like that, and the people, you know, sometimes, you know, my family, obviously, so.
0: Yeah, now, uh, you know, uh, you know, talk about, yeah, it was a crisp fall day, you know, I mean, right now, we're transitioning from uh, fall into the Slow clutches of winter. Eventually, uh, some parts of Michigan already got snow. Uh, it's like I say, it's it's chilly in uh, it's chilly in this part of the of the world right now, here in the fall. But uh, I guess the thing I uh, do you st- do you find yourself still? Uh, I mean, growing up, you were probably a, a wings fan, uh, a, a U of M fan, that oh. kind of stuff. Uh, Do you, being in Arizona now for the last, what, uh, 13, 14 years, do you see yourself becoming more of an Arizona fan, or do you still have your allegiances here in the Midwest?
1: I think I'll always be a Revenings fan, but here in Arizona, you kind of have to, I work with Coyotes or the practice facility, so I kind of have a connection with them, and so I'm also a Coyotes. fan. Fan, and in my opinion, you go to a Coyotes game and they're playing the Red Wings, you think it you're at the Joe. Well, there's no Joe anymore, but um, I know what you <laughs> so, uh, so and it, it kind of drives me nuts because without the Coyotes, you're not going to see your Red Wings, mm-hmm. so you better start cheering for the Coyotes, otherwise, you're not going to see your Red Wings. So it's like, yeah. So I I I, I uh, the only reason I think I like I I I I'm drawn to the Coyotes is because I kind of worked and I kind of have connections through them. Uh, but I'm always a Red Wings fan. I'll always be a Red Wings fan. That's what I grew up. That's why you know I I and you know I grew up watching Iserman and Fedoroff and um. So I think I'll always be a Red Wings guy. However, well, you, know, uh, you kind of have to support your local
0: team. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Now, do you cheer for any other Arizona teams, or are you strictly here in Michigan uh, as a fan of the teams around here? Whether it's the Wolverines, the Lions, Pistons, Tigers.
1: Oh, Michigan! I'll always be Wolverines. Yeah, no matter what, Wolverines for <laughs> sure. I grew up Kitty Corner from the yeah, yeah. Big house. First hockey game I ever went to was at Yost.
0: Yeah. Oh, at like, Yost. Okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and how about pro teams? Um,
1: you know I don't really football. I mean I don't really follow. I don't really like either. I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch either one of them: Cardinals or Lions. Um, Tigers. Yeah, I mean I don't really like Diamondbacks. I mean baseball's kind of. I don't really watch baseball anyways. But um, mm-hmm. so. So, yeah, I guess I guess with baseball, yeah, Tigers, I guess.
0: Okay. Watch well, um, All right. Well, uh, let's see here. Uh, do you have any questions for me here before we wind her up? Not really. Just how can we help you? This is pretty cool what
1: you're doing, and how can we help you with what you're doing or how you're um, –
0: is there anything that I'm, you could use or uh... – No. Actually, no. I'm pretty good. So, I mean – I do this, like I said, this is, I've told this many times on these podcasts, but it it bears repeating. This is, I guess, in my small way, it's my way of saying thank you to the guys. You know, I was able to carve out a 20-year gig. I got to watch uh, hockey and not have to pay for it. You know, that's how I look at it, number one. Number two, I was able to cultivate a broadcast career out of it. And I am forever grateful for that. Um, I, I got, it, uh, it led to me being able to do other things in the broadcast industry as well. And so uh, my way of saying thank you is to thank the guys whose shoulders uh, I was able to uh, stand on to go ahead and, and do this stuff. It wasn't, you know, it was the coaches. Yes, it was. Absolutely. The owners. Yes. GMs, you name it. But it was also the players. <clears throat> I had to talk to you guys and find out stuff. And a lot of times there was stuff that we would do, whether it was, you know, in the, uh, the eating area of a hotel where we would uh, sit there and kill time and, you know, tell dirty jokes or whatever. But, uh, you know, we just did what we did and. It was you guys that helped me so that when I did my broadcast, I'd have something to talk about besides what was happening on the ice. And so I was able to, I mean, I was able to do that stuff. And now you go to the ice house and that press box has got my name on it. And it's like, that is still to me to this day, it it is mind blowing. And it's, but it's also something I don't take for granted and I've always been a humble, tried to be a humble guy. And I work hard at that because I didn't get to where I got by myself. And I always let people know that, that I, I didn't do this alone. And, you know, I mean, T.O., big influence. Him and Kenny Miller now coaching the team, uh, you know, with Nick Sines. Uh, but, uh, you know, Witt, you know, A.J. Uh, uh Crowley, Rob Crowell. Uh, Some of these other guys, you know, Ludwig, I mean, Brian Kinsella, uh, just a ton of those coaches that all helped along the way. And, uh, you know, Chris Varga and and Ian Duncan, all those guys uh, were very, very instrumental in helping me uh, do what I did and to get where I wanted to go. So, and then the players, I mean, my gosh, I got to, my first two seasons, uh, Nate, Calling the Cherokee, I went to the we went uh, got to broadcast the national championship game. You know, first one we came up short, second one we won it all. And you know, it's I you don't you can't take those things for granted because they don't happen every year. You know, I mean, we won we won that one in ninety eight, and we've been to a couple of title games. We haven't won one since. So you learn to take things not to take, not take things for granted. And for me, it was just the idea of giving back. I wanted to be able to say thank you. And this is what, this is where I'm able to say thank you is to see, you know, like I tell everybody, these guys all had stories to tell, but, you know, they're not just a, na- a number on an old program. You know, you know that I, I want them to be able to tell their stories of what it was like for them from the, from their point of view. And, uh, you know, so I, you know, I want people to realize that these guys, they, they've been, cause we got some of the kids that are playing now, listen to these. And it's like, I want them to know that you guys went there, you went there and did it before they did. And even though the errors are different and sometimes the game changes a little bit, uh, you still go through the same things, you know, you still, you know, whether it's leaners whether it's uh, trying to make the jump to uh, the next level, uh, getting recruited, getting cut, you name it, it happens. And it happens to all of you. So you have to, you know, I guess for me, it's just a chance for you guys to to, uh, yap about it. And yet here I am, you know, talking forever. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, Nate, before we go, is there anything you want to say to the Cherokee Nation out there that's listening? Anybody you want to say hey to or uh, any messages you want to throw at them? Well, just uh, thanks for having me. And uh,
1: I guess if I were to say anything, just uh, just play every day like, you know, it's your last. You know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So, and enjoy, enjoy the time while you're playing because <laughs> you'll, be you'll be a grown up soon enough, you know, so enjoy every day. Soak it all in.
0: Ah, man, I couldn't agree with you more there, buddy. I really couldn't, so anyhow, you okay, well, I thank you so much for hanging out with me in this and doing this because I tell you I, I like I said, you know, you've always were one of those really nice guys uh that uh, like I said, you didn't always say a lot, but it was always fun to just uh, kind of sit there and watch you uh do what you did, you know I mean, you played you played. Your game, uh, you like you said. You've always said you were stay-at-home, but there was there were times where you could get you could get your ranker up a little bit, you know, and stuff. And yeah, maybe you know you. I know. Really? Yeah, really. But uh, the thing was is that you really were able to. Uh, uh, it, you could tell you enjoyed the game, you know, and I think that's the thing that you know you wish every player could have. Is yeah. that instead of it being a job, being a, a just have it be uh, a a love, you know, a love of your life, you know, because your time is short and you don't always get that feeling, and sometimes that feeling burns out. But you didn't have that problem, so that's what I'm always glad for for you. So, um, quick uh, shout out to your business. Uh, tell us your business. What uh, what uh, company you have? Uh, just, I'm in
1: Arizona. I'm just licensed in Arizona, but, uh, farmer's insurance agency. Okay. So, the, so the
0: Arthur's Ar- right. Ar- Arthur's agency. Yep. Yep. If
1: you're in Arizona, <laughs> <insurance>?
0: there's, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple Cherokee alumni that are there. So, <laughs> so don't worry. But, uh, anyway, well, Nate, I appreciate you taking the time with me, uh, here talking with us today and, uh, best of luck in everything that you do. And uh, I, I hope we can keep in touch, man, because, uh, like I said, you're one of the good guys, and we really enjoy having you around. Thanks yeah, a lot. Thank no, thank you. Uh, Pleasure is all mine, buddy. Well, that's going to do it here for the Cherokee Rewind episode 33. Thanks to Nate Arthurs for hanging out with us. Uh, don't forget, you, all you got to do is subscribe to whatever platform you use, whether it's iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, Google, app, or Google Podcast, Amazon Podcast, uh, Spotify, you name it. Uh, You can subscribe, and every time a new episode drops, it'll let you know. So anyway, for Nate Arthurs, I am Mick saying so long, and we will talk to you again soon as you've been listening right here to the Cherokee Rewind.